This audio is presented by Hacker Noon, where anyone can learn anything about any technology. Could AI replace a CTO? By Bogomil Shapov Bogo? Veselin Georgiev is one of the people I know with a vast experience in IT. I asked him to share some of it in the form of an interview with the readers here at Hacker Noon. You will find some wisdom on topics like artificial intelligence, IT education, experience versus university degrees, and more hot topics. Grab a hot beverage and read, listen to this interview that could change some of your viewpoints. NBOGO. You started your career a long time ago, and you worked in different ROLESAND domains, so I have to ask this question. When will an I replace the CTO, Soyo can finally take a rest smiley face? N. Veselin. Diving straight into the hot topic of recent months. The reality is there are emerging startups geared explicitly towards offering AI-driven CTO ASA service for smaller businesses on a tight budget. And I harbor an optimistic outlook on AI, convinced it will usher in heightened efficiency across various sectors. However, it's undeniable that upheavals are inevitable across multiple industries, resulting in job losses and perhaps eventh extinction of certain professions. As you've inquired explicitly about the role of a CTO, I'll share my perspective, albeit without claiming any deep research on the subject, this is more of a personal standpoint. And the impact and responsibilities of a CTO vary widely depending on the organization type. When discussing tasks and activities related to the repeatability of processes, continuous learning, and analysis, AI can streamline tasks, even replacing a significant portion of these responsibilities. And on the other hand, when it comes to CTO roles associated with creating new products, building teams, and areas that necessitate a significant level of creativity and psychology, we are still quite a distance from AI being able to fill these shoes. And one of the primary roles of a CTO these days is to select the best suite of AI tools, plan for the necessary team training, and adapt processes to ensure that the organization can not only withstand the impending tremors but also capitalize on the impending AI revolution. After all, AI is a technology, which means it is part of the primary responsibility of the technology director. NBOGO. From your point of view, what is the most exciting thing in the IT world in the next two years? Is there anything beyond the could? N. Veselin. AI is a compelling subject and will be a leading topic in the following years. Its development and application in everyday life may present extremes and significant opportunities. And I have been impressed by the actions of tech leaders over the past month, who have called for a moratorium on AI testing and usage due to the risks to societies. Additionally, Jeffrey Hinton's departure from Google suggests a sense of genuine risk, underscoring the need for responsible creation and utilization of AI. And in previous years, the focus was on decentralization, particularly its application in payment systems and the creation of alternative currencies. Though there is a pause in this space, technological progress in this area should and will open up more opportunities for people. In recent years, personal data, security, and usage have also been critical subjects of regulation and management efforts. I anticipate significant shifts in storing and using this data type in the coming years. And quantum computing is another field gaining traction. While I foresee no substantial changes in the next two years, we may need to adapt to this new opportunity within five to seven years. Bogo. I know you spend some time also teaching young minds at a university. The world is changing fast. What's your take on diploma, degree versus experience for ITPROFESSIONALS? N. Veselin. Indeed, I've had the pleasure of facing this experience, and I consider it a cause requiring substantial time and effort to make a meaningful impact on the students. I am confident that I will return to this activity in the future. Still, I don't have enough time at the moment, 
as I've dedicated myself to developing my company and my family. I appreciate you framing the debate about diploma versus experience, specifically in the context of IT. This may be the only field where there's a debate over whether university education could be faster and more adapted for the rapidly changing technological environment. And in reality, many IT specialists are currently being trained primarily according to the model of direct craftsmanship because specialists are needed right now, not after three to five years. This is the reason why quick methods for their training are being found. It's reminiscent of the needs about 180 years a goddering the peak of the Industrial Revolution. N technologists, machinists, and specialists in occupations that were then in high demand were trained swiftly via craft training models to propel the industry forward. This type of gaining experience is helpful and thriving quickly but allows many people to enter the IT field and use the best of the moment. Also, the need for math skills right now is extreme cause programming and IT activities are becoming increasingly more on a high level with higher abstraction. This is something that 10 to 15 years ago was unacceptable. NA degree in itself doesn't hold much value. However, obtaining it enables professionals to delve deeper into their subjects, fostering their learning and critical thinking skills. The ideal scenario is a blend of practical experience and formal education. In addition to satisfying the current need for knowledge, IT specialists are encouraged to think about what lies ahead in the next 5 to 10 years in their field of work and professional development. BOGO. Some of my readers are junior developers. What's your take on SOMECOMPANIES, live coding asterisk interviews approach? I remember hating this when I was APROGRAMMER. Veselin. This question aligns quite well with the earlier topic. Specifically, when we apply for a job, we need specific skills for the given position. To prove that we possess these skills, the fastest method is live coding followed by a discussion. And I'm not fond of this approach, but my experience suggests that it yields quick results, albeit not consistently optimally accurate. Over the past year, our company has implemented a slightly more moderate approach. And specifically, we allow candidates to make a pull request or a code review in an existing test project. This is done asynchronously, meaning the candidate can do it at their convenience from home, and then we set up a meeting to discuss their code or review. This approach yields more accurate and effective results in screening candidates and assessing their competencies concerning the specific moment and position. Bogo. Everyone says that Bulgaria is the Silicon Valley of Europe. What's your take on that? Do you know any great products built there in the last year? And Veselin. Over the last decade, fantastic things have been happening in the IT industry in Bulgaria. It has undergone significant positive change. A multitude of leading global companies, as well as smaller innovative ones, have opened R&D centers and helped quickly build competencies, domain knowledge, and a variety of specialists. Greater than I like the term, Silicon Valley of Europe, I hope it continues to grow and greater than establish itself in the coming years. Indeed, besides specialists, it's good greater than to have many successful products, and with accumulated knowledge and a large greater than volume of people, this will increasingly happen. NTHE entire ecosystem around the startups is being built, too, including VC funds, angel investors, incubators, accelerators, co-working spaces, and specialized service providers. Universities are also becoming part of this ecosystem, adapting their curricula and laboratories to provide young entrepreneurs with a creative and helpful environment. And specific products I can think of and would be pleased to mention include Payhawk, Endurosat, Dronamics, and Cambonize, not a pure Bulgarian company from last year, but I like it a lot. More projects are laying the foundation for significant results, but I have followed these with interest and joy over the past years. Thank you for listening to this Hackernoon story, read by Artificial Intelligence.
Visit hackernoon.com to read, write, learn and publish.